Welcome to Jeremiah Smith Ministries, a place where you can grow in God's Word. Proverbs 29.18, let's look at that real quick. Proverbs 29.18. And it says it like, like this. It says, it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. So how, what's a happy person? That's a person that's keeping God's commandments, a person that's keeping on track with God, and a person that's keeping vision. Amen. You know, if you want to be happy, you want to fulfill the purpose God has for your life. Amen. If you want to fulfill, if you want to fulfill life, and uh, you want to be your family to be happy, you know, you want your kids to be happy, uh, then it's important that you fulfill your life. You know, there's nothing like a person in the house that's not fulfilled. You know, they're sleeping on the couch, don't care about what time of the day it is. <laughs> they don't care about what's going on. You know, they don't care about anything. And it's it's and they're unfulfilled, so they're they're sad and they're depressed and they're rude and it's because they have no focus with their life, you know. And God wants you to have focus with your life, you know. He created you for a reason. You weren't just here by accident. You're not here for no reason. You know, you're here for a purpose, you know. And you say, well, how do you know that? Well, God created your spirit, and he put it in your body, and that spirit came from heaven, amen? And he created you in heaven, you know. You are his thoughts. You were created with a purpose. You say, well, no, I think I'm here by accident. No, you aren't here by accident. God had thoughts and had you put into a body, and you're here for with a purpose, amen? And, you know, you need to take your purpose very seriously. God wants you to fulfill your dreams and purpose. That's where you're only going to get your joy is from fulfilling what God has for your life, amen? Go and said it like this. Things which matter most must never be at the mercy of things which matter least. You know, and there's a lot of good things that people are looking into. But they aren't, you know, the things that they should be looking into. You need to be looking into the things that give you peace and joy and get you on that road to fulfilling your purpose, praise the Lord. Amen. That's where the joy is. That's where you're going to enjoy your life is fulfilling what God has created you to do. Amen. Amen. Well, we talked about this last week. Jesus' tasks are easy. Or, or actually, the first message, we talked about his tasks are easy and his burdens are light. You know, and he doesn't give you tasks that are hard and something that's going to wear you down and make your life terrible. No, he gives you tasks that are easy and burdens that are light. You say, well, how can you say that? You know, th this dream that he's given me is gargantuous, you know. Well, you know, you're going you're gonna to have the grace for it and he's going to help you do it. Amen. You're not supposed to do it in yourself. Now, that would be a task that's hard and a burden that would be heavy, you know. But, you know, you're supposed to fulfill a purpose that God has for you with a burden that's easy and light and walking in his grace. Amen. Amen. Stephen Covey said it like this, anything less than a conscious commitment to the important is an unconscious commitment to the unimportant. And, you know, we said it like this, you know, you're going somewhere if you know it or not. Amen. Your life is heading a direction some way if you know it or not. And God has a way he wants you to go. You know, there's a scripture in Ephesians that says that he has past, pre past prearranged, picked for you. Uh, one translation says, living the good life. Amen. So he has paths that he wants you to take. He has prearranged destinations that he wants you to get to. Amen. But, you know, it's important that you're on that path and that prearranged path 
path that he has for you, praise the Lord, amen? You say, well, how do I know what that path is? You know, well, we've been talking about that for some time, for weeks and weeks and weeks. We even had a series on uh, the Spirit-led life, you know, so you want to be led and be guided by his directions, amen, so you can fulfill those tasks and purposes that he has for your life, amen? So it's important that we're making a conscious commitment to the important, amen, the conscious commitment to the vision that he gives to us, amen. Miles Monroe says the poorest person in the world is a person without a dream. Think about that now. You know, he, he a poor person, a, poor, a person living in a dumpster or a person living on the street, you know, they're just a person that don't have a dream is what it is. They're a person that doesn't have a, a, you know, a vision for their life. You say, well, how can you say that? Well, you know, you can see past things when you have vision. You can see past things when you have dreams. Amen. You know, you, you may be there in the dumpster, but you ain't going to be there very long if you have a dream. Amen. You're not going to stay in that condition very long if you have a dream and a vision. You know, that's not your nine to five job to sit on the corner there and hold up a sign saying, I need some money. When you have a passionate dream, you'll come out. Praise the Lord. You know, you'll, you'll make your way out of there praise the lord because you've got so much passion on the inside of you you have a dream on the inside of you and you can't you can't get away from it amen you you look at the disciples you know those people man uh, paul would get stoned and drug out of a city and he'd go back in there why because he had a passion and a dream he said man you can you can take me down every which way you want to, but I'm going back in. I'm going to go and reach, fulfill my goal, praise the Lord. Amen. Peter denied Jesus three times, but yet he came back, you know, and even when Jesus came back and spoke to him some more, and he was right back on his passion and his dream, you know, and today, this year, you know, and maybe this, you've been dealing with all kinds of things this year or last year that you messed up on and challenges that you've had, you know, but this is a new year, praise the Lord. Put those things behind you, amen, and get ready for this new year and pursue the plans and purposes God has for you this year. Amen. This is a new year. We can put some stuff behind us. Amen. We can look back at some stuff too and go forward. Praise the Lord. Amen. Because he's got the things he wants to do this year. Not like last year. This is a new year and he wants to do some new things this year in you. Praise the Lord. Amen. But you got to see it. Amen. You got to see beyond your circumstances and you've got to see it in your heart. Amen. Now, it's important that you see it by faith. Amen. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, For we walk by faith, not by our sight. You know, and a lot of people are sad and down because they always look at their physical eyes, you know. I mean, man, you look at some of the situations they can be in. And it's easy to get down. It's easy to be, you know, depressed when you look at a lot of physical things going on in, in the world and even your condition, you know, maybe you're in a situation where you have all kinds of things you have to look at daily that are challenging, you know, you know, but I remember I was actually watching this uh, gentleman on TV not too long ago and he was wanting this, uh, he was, it was a doctor and he was seeing people pass away and things like that, but then he was crying because he wanted to uh, get the things he needed for those people that were passing away, you know, but he was passionate about it he actually went to court and he was trying to get the help that he needed for those people you know and you think about that you know he he was seeing beyond his circumstances he could have sat there and let all of them die and get depressed himself get some help and just get therapy but no he went out to help those people you know he could see past it he could see getting a cure for them getting the things that they need praise the lord and some of you today you need to reach out beyond your circumstances stop looking at all the things around you and reach out and see some things that are beyond what you're looking at in the natural amen see some things that you know god wants for your life you know he shows you that picture your vision the finished thing 
you know, and it's, and that should be your drive. That should be your excitement about getting up in the morning, amen, and seeing that God has that purpose for you. You know, God don't lie. If he told you something, he's not a God that'll lie. He has a purpose that he wants to fulfill. So we talked about some of those things. Proverbs twenty nine thirteen says, a poor, a poor person and his oppressor have this in common. The Lord gave eyes to both. And we talked about this scripture, you know, that, you know, God gives us eyes to see, natural eyes, you know, but it's important what we see, amen. You know, if you see yourself poor, then you're going to be poor. If you see yourself being successful and fulfilling your dreams, you know, and seeing beyond your circumstances, then you're going to fulfill those dreams and fulfill those purposes beyond your circumstances, amen. But you got to see it. Amen. What are you seeing today? Praise the Lord. Are you seeing with your spirit or are you seeing with your natural eyes? Amen. This year you need to see with your spirit. Amen. We're going into 2020. You need to see in your spirit. Amen. God's got some wonderful things for 2020. It doesn't matter what the, the newspaper says. It doesn't matter what the world is saying. God has some wonderful things for 2020. Amen. And you need to be on track with him. Amen. Whatever he's telling you to do, what he's wanting you to accomplish in 2020, that's what you need to be on track with. Amen. There's all kinds of things we can be paying attention to right now. You know, but we need to be on track with what he wants us to do for 2020. Uh, do you agree with me? If you do say amen praise the lord amen he wants you to do some wonderful things for 2020 he's got some special things for his people amen do you see yourself coming out do you see yourself accomplishing what god has given you to accomplish well you gotta see it amen take some time with him make sure that you're seeing it praise the lord so today we're going to talk about some more things with vision and uh, we, we said our definition for vision is seeing with your spirit what god sees about your future amen and so it's important that you see that you know he's going to give you the finished thing in your spirit of what he wants you to accomplish you know, amen. And he wants, and he's going to give that to you as motivation for your dreams and your, and you reaching forward, praise the Lord. He's going to give that dream and that vision for you so that you, you have motivation to get up in the morning and be excited about life. Amen. That's how God does things. He, he finishes things before he starts. Amen. You can see that with a tree or a seed. He finishes it. He puts it in a seed. Then he planned it and started. Praise the Lord. Amen. And that's exactly what you are. You're a seed. Amen. And he finished what you were supposed to be. Put you in a seed. And then he started it. Praise the Lord. Amen. He put the purpose already done. He's a creator. Amen. And you know, people will create things. They create them for a purpose. Amen. And he created you for a purpose. Praise the Lord. Amen. And he, he put the purpose on the inside of you so that you knew. And you didn't get off, on tr get off track of what he wants you to fulfill. Amen. Amen. So it's seeing with your spirit what God sees about your future. Amen. What the creators created you to do. Amen. Notice it's a function of the heart or of your spirit to see in your future. Amen. It's seeing beyond now. It's seeing what you and your family will become. Amen. Amen. You need to see it with your family. You need to have vision for your family and what, you, what you're going to become. Praise the Lord. But it's, it's seeing beyond your circumstances with your spirit. Amen. And we talked about last week, we talked about that we're laborers together with him. So he didn't, have, he didn't create you to do it by yourself. Amen. We talked about that. You, if you get out there with no grace, it's going to be a hard road for you. Amen. But if you're with his grace and you're working with him and your labors together with him, like the scripture says, then it's going to be a fulfilled life. You're going to enjoy life. Amen. We also talked about God gives us an end goal and we're supposed to make the plan. Amen. That's our job is to make the plan. He gives you that end picture. 
but he gives he puts it on our heart to make the plan and we're going to talk a little bit about that a little bit more this week let's go over to ephesians the fifth chapter and let's get to talking about what we want to talk about this week here ephesians 5 and the 14th verse Ephesians 5 and the 14th verse, right into the church of Ephesus there, praise the Lord. And Ephesians, the fifth chapter and the 14th verse, wonderful book Ephesians is, by the way. If you haven't read the book of Ephesians, you should read it very, very often. It's a wonderful, wonderful book. It has Paul's prayers at the beginning of it. it has so much revelation in that book. It's wonderful. Some people like to read that book. Uh, many, 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 many times a year because it's got so much revelation into it. And I would strongly suggest that you read the book of Ephesians very often. Praise the Lord. Amen. So many things in Ephesians. It's a very, very good book. All books are good in the Bible, but this is a really good book that you really should read often. Praise the Lord. Ephesians 5, 14. It says, like, says, it, says it like this. It says, Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Oh, I like that. Now, he's a visionary. He's giving you some good information here. He says, see then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Be not drunk with wine wherein is access, but be filled with the Spirit. Now, we're going to read a couple of versions other than this version here. That was the King James. Let's look at the Amplified. It says it like this in the fifth chapter of the Amplified. It says it like this. It says, For this reason, he says, Awake, sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine as dawn upon you and give you light. Therefore, see that you walk carefully, living life with honor, purpose, and courage, shunning those those who tolerate and enable evil, not as the unwise, but as wise, sensible, intelligent, discerning people, making a very most of your time on earth, recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity and using it with wisdom and diligence, because the days are filled with evil. Therefore, do not be foolish and thoughtless, but understand and firmly grasp what the will of the Lord is. Do not be drunk with wine, for this, for that is wickedness, corruption, stupidity, but be filled with the Holy Spirit and constantly guided by Him. Isn't that good? Well, we're going to read this last version. This is the message version. I'm actually going to start an 11th verse on this one. It says, Don't waste your time on useless work, mere busy, busy work. The barren pursuits of darkness expose these things for the shame they are. It's a scandal when people waste their lives on things they, they must do in the darkness where no one will see. Rip the cover off those frauds and see how attractive they look in the light. Wake up from your sleep. Climb out from your coffins. Christ will show you the light. Isn't that good? So watch your step. Use your head. Make the most of every chance you get. These are desperate times. Don't live carelessly, unthinkingly. Unthink Make sure you understand the master, what the master wants. Don't drink too much wine. That cheapens your life. Drink the Spirit of God, huge draughts of Him. Sing hymns instead of drink, uh, drinking songs. Sing songs from your heart to Christ. Sing praises over everything. Any excuse for a song to God the Father in the, in the name of the Master Jesus Christ. Isn't that interesting? He says, so you, so you see, Paul was a man who had great vision. Amen. And he gives us some good advice in these scriptures here. And he offers them some wonderful things and advises us some wonderful things. He says, and one of the first things he says there, if you look at it in, in the different versions, he says, consider your time. 
Amen. It's important that we consider our time. You know, think about how much time you get on this earth. Think about where you're at right now on earth. Amen. When we're talking about vision, it's important that you're thinking about your time. Amen. And he says, don't waste your time. You know, and there's a lot of people today we're wasting our time. You'd be surprised, you know, how much time we waste in a 24 hour period or in a week period. And we're not accomplishing our dreams and our goals because we're wasting and we're distracted with our time. What are you doing with your time right now? Think about that for a few minutes. What are you doing with your time? You see, the enemy knows that we don't, well, we only have a set amount of time on this earth. Think about that. He knows it. He's been here for quite some time. And he likes to distract you from your time. That's the most valuable thing you have here on this earth is your time. Amen. And we're only here for a certain amount of time. So we need to accomplish the things that God has for us to accomplish. Amen. He tries to take your time in many ways, doesn't he? Amen. He likes to take your time in many, many, many ways. Maybe you're saying, how does he do that? Well, let me give you an example. Amen. This is with my own life. So don't judge me. Praise the Lord. Amen. And maybe you can relate to this. I remember me and my wife, we were excited. We were going to watch this uh, series on uh, TV, you know. And uh, actually, uh, this was some time ago. This is back when we were watching DVDs. And I'll never forget, we were excited because we got we started watching this series on uh, 24. I don't know if you ever heard of 24, you know. And I like Jack Bauer. I say, oh, Jack Bauer's awesome, man. You know, because I like Jason Bourne and some of those type of movies, you know. I, I like the action movies, you know. And uh, so I found this series on 24. And the next thing you know, I'm going to the, the store and I'm, I'm renting, you know, DVD after DVD after DVD. And I'm getting all the seasons you know and it's amazing how you know you you're binge watching season after season and how many hours you're putting into watching all those seasons now that's a good thing you're enjoying things but man you talk about a time burner you know i'm sitting there watching all these seasons and just not doing anything else i don't man i don't think i even was doing dishes or anything hardly you know or stuff wasn't even getting accomplished because i'm i'm sitting there i'm distracted i'm watching this these these movies you know (laughs) i gotta know what happens to jack bauer man i mean what's going to happen next he's only got 24 hours to make this thing come to pass you know i've got to know what's going to happen man you know, so I'm, I'm watching Jack Bauer and, you know, the things he's trying to accomplish, you know, and it's burning time. Think about that. Well, you're watching seasons and hours of, of these of these shows. You're just burning the time, you know. And I'm just talking about relations to me here. And so I'm watching all these and I'm just burning time, you know. Then later on, I'm saying, well, man, I, I saw another series I'd like to see. It was on Netflix, you know. So I was like, I got to get that Netflix, you know. So I got that Netflix, you know. And I got this series, and now I'm watching, you know, they've already completed the whole season before it even starts, you know. So now I've got like, man, I've got, I got the whole season of something here I want to see, and I can watch it all around the clock, you know. So now I'm watching a show all around the clock from Netflix, you know. And, I mean, I'm just burning time. But what am I accomplishing with my life? Amen. What am I accomplishing with my dreams? Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't watch shows and enjoy life. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying there are some people that'll watch every season of something all around the clock and they're not accomplishing anything, you know. Video games are like that, you know. I like a good video game. I don't know about you. I like a good video game. And, you know, there's some video games you can get caught up in where you're completing so many levels and you're doing so many things that you don't ever accomplish anything else but video games, you know. And you got grown men in their basement, you know, and they got their hair all long and, you know, and everything. We could, you know, I'm not putting down long hair. I had long hair. But I'm saying you're not accomplishing anything. 
Amen. You're not accomplishing any of your dreams. You're not accomplishing your ambitions, you know, because you've gotten yourself sidetracked and distracted with life. Amen. It's easy to do that. What are you consuming your time with? Amen. The enemy loves to get people addicted to things, doesn't he? You know, you get addicted to drugs or you get addicted to alcohol or you get addicted to something, you know, and it's you've got it so much that you it's consuming your time. And that's what he's after is your time. He doesn't want you to fulfill your purpose. See, he knows that he don't know what you could accomplish. He doesn't know what God's created you to do, you know. He doesn't know what God's put in your heart. Amen. That's a secret to him. And he doesn't know what you're going to fulfill. You could be the next president. <laughs> he doesn't know. He wants to consume your time. Amen. He wants to take you away from your purpose, you know. And so it's important to him to distract you. Amen. From what you're doing. What do you want to accomplish this year, this new year? What are you not going to let distract you from the things that you want to fulfill this year? Amen. What, what's distracting you? You know, you, you want to accomplish what God has for you. You want to fulfill the things that God has for your life. Amen. Let's look over Matthew, the 14th chapter, the 28th verse there. Matthew 14, 28, it says, And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if thou be thou bid me come unto the, the, on the water. Now, this is about Peter getting out on the water and walking on the water. And he said, Come. And then Peter come down out of the ship. He walked on the water to go to Jesus. You know, you think about that. You know, no one else got out of the boat, <laughs> but Peter got out of the boat, didn't he? Amen. He accomplished a big thing because he was willing to step out onto something, you know, that you know, like Jesus told him to step out on. Praise the Lord. Amen. And you think about what, the challenge that he had was that he got distracted, you know, that it, it, it affected the, these supernatural things that were happening in his life, you know. You know, and so many people today, you know, he gets, they get distracted. You know, God gets them out there and they, they step out for a big dream. You know, you step out for something big and, you know, maybe nobody else around you even stepped out of the boat, you know. I know like with my life, I look back, you know, and my family, you know, they, they accomplish certain things, but yet I'm accomplishing different things in my life and some things I'm accomplishing, you know, maybe the past hasn't accomplished like I've accomplished, you know. I haven't done the things they've done either. But I'm stepping out on some new ground, you know, and maybe you're the only one stepping out to do some things, you know, that God's called you to do, praise the Lord. Uh, you know, the enemy, he doesn't like that. He's going to try to distract you, praise the Lord. And so it's important that you keep from letting him distract you. Amen. Remember, Jesus held him accountable, didn't he? He held Peter accountable for getting distracted. You know, he said, why so little faith? You know, looking at Peter, you know, he held him accountable. So we're not to let things distract us. Amen. We're, we're not to let things keep us from accomplishing the dream. What else would he accomplished out there on the water? Would he done a flip? <laughs> would he have done a spin around? Amen. Maybe he got somewhere quick like Jesus did walking on the water. You know, maybe he learned the lessons he needed to learn out there. And man, he didn't even need a boat anymore. He could walk on the water everywhere he went. Praise the Lord. Amen. What kind of lessons would he have learned if he didn't get distracted? And what kind of things could you accomplish if you didn't get distracted? Man, there's so much more they could write about you. Praise the Lord. You know, and, and amazing things. You know, I mean, that is huge to see Peter step out on the water. But what if Peter did, did more? <laughs> wow think about that praise the lord you know i mean we, we get this whole story about peter doing a cartwheel a flip on the water dancing on the water getting to places on the water ice skating on the water you know i mean there could be so much more said unusual thing we don't know 
No, don't tell what could have happened on the water, you know, and supernaturally, if Peter would have not been distracted, amen. And what else can happen with you? Un, unusual good things, uh, things that will blow people's minds if you just wouldn't let yourself get distracted, amen, and fulfill the purpose that God has for your life, amen. And it's important that we do that. Is that what Paul meant when he said, wake up, you are sleeping, Amen, because we got people napping all the way around the clock. Wake up, praise the Lord, and look what God's wanting you to do. Don't be distracted sleeping and not fulfilling God's purpose. He says, wake up, amen, amen. See the things that God has for your life. Get your focus, amen, and fulfill the purpose that God has for you, amen. Wake up today. Paul also tells us, he says, arise, amen. That, that takes some action, doesn't it, amen. He wants us to arise and get uh, every day and do something with some purpose. Amen. Are you arising to your vision today? Are you arising to take on that thing God's telling you to do this year? Amen. Are you arising today? That's some action. Remember that gentleman? He's out there and God comes up to him. He says, what do you want? You know, and the guys, he said, I've been sitting here forever and ever and ever, you know, and he says, get up. <laughs> he just wants some action out of him, amen. You know, and some of you today, you're sitting there and you're like, well, he's like, what do you want to do with your life? And you're, you're sitting there looking around and you're going, well, I'd like to do this and I'd love to do that. I don't know how many people I've heard talk like that. You know, they're, I'd like to do this in my life. I wish I'd done this. And, you know, and he's saying to you, take some action. Do something today. Amen. Arise. Amen. Arise to what you want to fulfill this year. Praise the Lord. God gives you a vision, but he expects you to take some action. Amen. Amen. One way we do that is by writing out our vision, you know, and that's, this is so important. We're going to talk about this for just a couple of minutes here, but you know, this is so important because you know, anytime God speaks to you, you should write it down. Amen. That shows that you care about what he's saying. Amen. You say, well, he don't speak to me. Are you writing down what he's telling you? Amen. You know, he wants you to be responsible with what he's telling you. Amen. Are you writing it down? Do you, do you treat it precious? Amen. Amen. Maybe that's why he doesn't speak to some people is because they don't, they don't find his words important. Amen. They don't write them down. It's important that you write them down. Treat those things as the most precious things in your life. Amen. These are God's words that he's speaking to you. These are personal. These are important words he's speaking to you. Amen. And you write them down. I don't know if you're like me. I write them down on my phone and uh, sometimes I write them in my Bible and different things like that. But you treat them precious, you know, and he'll give you more words. He'll speak more to you because he sees that you're being responsible with what he's saying to you. Amen. He'll talk to you lots if, you, if you're taking the time to make those words precious. Amen. Abaca 2, 2, 3, it says it like this. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. You know, Habakkuk was an interesting prophet because, you know, a lot of the prophets, they spoke to the people, but Habakkuk spoke to the Lord. <laughs> He's the only one that spoke to God. And he was talking to Habakkuk, and he was telling him about the future there. He was talking about the future of his people, and he wanted Habakkuk to write it down. Amen. And it's important that you write it down. This minor prophet took it upon himself to write this down. He says, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it surely will come, and it will not tarry. Amen. Think about that. You know, he, he told him to run it, to write it down so that he can run with it. 
And that's why it's important that you write it down is so that you can run with whatever God's telling you, you know, whatever he's speaking to you, you have something to run with. Amen. You can refer back to it, but just that action, you're writing it down. You'll remember it even more, you know, and you also have something to go back to see what he said to you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Write the vision down. Amen. It's important that you write that, that future of what he's given to you. Praise the Lord down. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 16, nine says it like this, a man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directs his steps and a man i like this version of the amplified version of the same scripture it says a man's mind plans his ways as his journey as he journeys through life but the lord directs his steps and establishes them so it's important that we we make the steps amen to get to the end result that he's shown us amen but it's important that we take the time and let him lead us with those steps you know if uh, you are on a bicycle today you jump on a bike, you know, and you you ride that bike, get wherever you need to go, you know. And it's interesting when you jump on with what God wants you to do, you know, if you, you start stepping towards it, he'll he'll take control of it and lead it the way it needs to go. Praise the Lord. Amen. But, you know, it's important that you, you're moving, you're doing something. Amen. So he can, and he'll speak to you throughout the whole process, but you got to be moving. That shows faith. Amen. And God loves faith. Amen. And he wants you to act on your faith, you know, do something for him. Praise the Lord. And so you want to start writing it down. Start writing down. That's a step into using faith is writing down your vision and start working on those steps. Praise the Lord and let him direct you. Amen. He wants you to write it down. You say, well, why is that important to God? It's just something he likes us to do. He loves it when we write things down. Amen. You know, it's interesting, you know, he had Moses write down the Ten Commandments. Amen. He he gave him a vision of what he wanted done, and he had Moses write, Moses write out the Ten Commandments. Amen. Had Habakkuk write out the vision, praise the Lord. Had the prophets. They were recorded about Jesus coming into the world, the vision of Jesus coming into the world. And you know, he still he even has some things written down, vision that God's even got in your book, in your Bible right there that you're looking at. The book of Revelation is telling you about the future that's coming. Amen. The vision of what's coming. And it's written down in your book of the book of Revelation. Think about that now. You know, God likes things written down. Amen. He, t he takes it very important that you write it down. Thank goodness Paul wrote two-thirds of the New Testament with the Holy Spirit's help. Amen. If we wouldn't have what we have today, but he took the time to write it down. Amen. It's important that we're writing down what God's plan is for, you, for us. Amen. Amen. He wants us to write the plan down. Paul also tells us to make the most of our time here on earth, doesn't he? One of the third things he tells us there is to make the most of our time. Are you making the most of your time? Amen. Are you t are you making the most of what time he's given you on earth? You know, we're only here for a certain period. Amen. And I believe it's even getting close to the rapture. Praise the Lord. So we're, our time's running even shorter. Praise the Lord. And we want to fulfill what God has for our life. How how long have you been on a job that, you know, that you, that you don't even enjoy and not fulfilling what God has for your life? Amen. You're going somewhere you hate. <laughs> You know, and you know in your heart, God's got something better for you, you know. Now, I'm not saying you don't work a job while you're going to fulfill what God has for you. But, you know, you need to be working on the, the real plan that God has for your life. Amen. Make sure that you're fulfilling what God wants you to fulfill in your life. Amen. What are you working towards? I remember uh, the Lord was dealing me about going to Rhema, you know, and I... I, I I ended up changing jobs and going down there working alongside while I went to Rama. You know, I didn't say not work. We all were supposed to work. Praise the Lord. But, you know, I went down to Rama to pursue my passion. Amen. Went down to the school and took the pastor's course, you know, and took the f f few years there at Rama. 
you know, and I was pursuing my purpose. And you think about, you talk about the joy of getting up and going to where I wanted to go and the direction I'm supposed to be going in. There's joy there. Praise the Lord. Amen. And God started opening up better jobs for me that kind of went along with my passion. Praise the Lord. And, and you know, I'm a, I was a prayer minister and I was working with uh, well-known ministries, you know, and stuff like that. And you think about that, you know, he started working that in towards it, you know, and as you're going towards that goal, it's just going to get better and better and better if you're focused on the goal. Amen. Focused on your dreams. And God wants you to fulfill your dream. Amen. Amen. So we, what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to arise. Amen. Arise and go after that dream. Amen. You know, and it's important that we're making the most time. Amen. Make sure that you're making the most of your time. Don't be at a job for a decade, you know, wishing you you could get that time back. Amen. What are they going to do if that decade's over? You're going to get a piece of paper reward that you can hang on your wall, uh, give you a watch, you know. Is that worth really not fulfilling what God has on your heart? Amen. Work towards your dream. Amen. Work towards the things that you want to fulfill in your life. Praise the Lord and live a much more fulfilled life. Amen. Uh, you need to get to the end of your life and say, I've finished what God called me to do. Amen. Remember Paul said that? 2 Timothy 4, 7 says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course and I have kept the faith. Paul was able to say, I finished my fight. He said, but I, I finished my course and I kept the faith. You know, you want to be able to say that when you get done with your life and be empty of all the things that God's put in your heart. Amen. And what a much more rich, fulfilled life that is, you know, to be emptied out and to fulfill the things that God has for your life. Amen. You're going to have much more joy. And lots more peace, you know, because God knows what you like better than you do. Amen. That's why he put those things in your heart. And he that's why he's put them, you know, there for you. Amen. He wants you to fulfill a joyous and fulfilled life. Amen. Amen. You're never going to be happy until you fulfill what God's put on your heart. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your goodness. And we thank you for your mercy today. And Father, we just thank you, Lord, that we're going to be people of vision this year, Father. And I thank you that you're ministering to your people today, Father, about vision. And Father, Lord, as these people, Lord, that are determined to fulfill your purpose this year, do that, Father. God, help them to be encouraged. Help them to have the strength to do it. Help them to have the boldness to do it. And Father, we just ask that you help them to live that joyous life that you have for them. Amen. And Father, we just ask for it and we just give you all the praise and we give you all the glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen. And if there's somebody out there and you don't know Jesus and you, you all this vision stuff, like, what is that? What is he talking about? Well, you know, you need to know Jesus. That's how you see with your heart is by knowing him. Amen. This whole life is about knowing God. Amen. And knowing him, not just knowing about him, but knowing him. Amen. I like what Jesse's plan said. I want to, I don't want to know a God I can talk to and you can talk to him. Amen. And now I'm talking about a real God. You know, I'm not talking about some fake God that you put in a box somewhere. I'm talking about a real live God. Amen. And he wants to speak to you and he wants to help you enjoy your life. Amen. And if you'd like to know Jesus as Lord of your life, just pray this with me today. You know, Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus and believe God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Amen. So just pray this with me. Father, I just believe that you've raised Jesus from the dead. And Father, I just confess Jesus as Lord of my life. Jesus, help me guide my life today. In Jesus' name, 
Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Well, if you prayed that, you are saved today. Praise the Lord. Amen. And uh, if you'd like, you can email us at jeremiasministries at yahoo.com. We'd love to hear from you and we'd love to be a blessing to you. We'll, we'll email you back and be a blessing to you. God bless you. We hope that you have a wonderful day. If you'd like to contact us for a prayer, praise reports, or offerings, go to jeremiasmithministries.podbean.com. Thank you for listening.